Welcome to the T's and C's, the Tattoos and Code. Two of the best things in the universe. Today is JavaScript, beginning with JavaScript. JavaScript came about as a joint effort between Netscape, Communications Corporation and Sun Systems. The news release of the new language was on December the 4th, 1995, back when Netscape Navigator was still in beta version. JavaScript version 1.0 became available with the new browser. Before its release as JavaScript, it was called LiveScript. JavaScript is a prototype-based client-side scripting language that can be used in numerous environments to make sense of a def- uh, to make sense of such a definition. Let's look at the important parts one by one. <laughs> prototype-based. Prototype-based means that the JavaScript is an object-oriented programming language that uses items called objects. However, the objects are not class-based, so no distinction is made between a class and an instance. Instead, objects inherit from the other objects via the prototype property. You'll learn how to work with JavaScript objects. You do not need to understand the whole detail yet. This is just parts of JavaScript. Later on, we'll be getting more and more in-depth. Client-side means that JavaScript runs in the client software that the viewer is using rather than on the web server of the site serving the page. In this case, the client will most often be a web browser through ECMAScript. Oh, though ECMAScript can be run in other environments as well, such as Adobe Acrobat, Adobe Flash. To make more sense of this, let's look at how server-side languages work and how client-side language works. Server-side languages. A server-side language needs to get information from the web page or the web browser, send it to a program that is run on the host's server, and then send the information back to the browser. Therefore, an intermediate step must send and retrieve information from the server before the results of the program are seen in the browser. A server-side language often gives the programmer options that a client-side language doesn't have. Such as saving information on the web server for later use or using the new information to update a web page and save the updates. However, server-side language is likely to be limited in its ability to deal with special features of the client that can be accessed with a client-side language like the width of the browser or the contents of a form before it is submitted. Client-side languages. A client-side language is run directly through the client being used by the viewer. In the case of JavaScript, the client is typically a web browser, therefore JavaScript is run directly in the web browser and doesn't need to go through the extra step of sending and retrieving information from the web server. <coughs> With a client-side language, the browser reads and inter- interprets the code, and the results can be given to the viewer without information from the server first. This process can make certain tasks run more quickly. A client-side language can also access special features of the browser 
window that may not be accessible with a server-side language. However, a client-side language lacks the ability to save files or update to files on, web, on a web server as a server-side language can. <coughs> scripting language. A scripting language doesn't require a program to be compiled before it is run, or the interpretation is done on the fly by the client. With regular programming, oh, with regular that with regular programming language, before you can run a program you have written, you must compile it using a special compiler to be sure there are no syntax errors. With scripting language, the code is interpreted as it is loaded in the client. Thus, you can test the results of your code more quickly. However, errors won't be caught before the script is run, and could cause problems with the client if it can't handle the errors well. In the case of JavaScript, the error handling is up to the browser or other client used by the viewer. Hmm. Putting it all together, with all of this in mind, you might wonder how JavaScript is run in a browser. You might wonder where to write your JavaScript code and what tells the browser it is different from anything else on the web page. The answers are generally for now, huh? but, okay. but the next chapter has details on how the JavaScript runs in the browser by being added into an existing HTML document, either directly or by referring in an external script file. <coughs> you can add special tags and commands to the HTML code that will tell the browser that it needs to run a script. When the browser sees these special tags, it interprets the JavaScript commands and will do what you have directed it to do with your code. Thus, by simply editing an HTML document, you can begin using JavaScript on your web pages and see the results. Okay, so that is the first chapter of this book. I'm not quite sure if there's copyright on it, but basically uh, I'm not doing it word for word and that is all for now and I will uh, do another update on that soon. Um, <coughs> thank you very much. This is the T's and C's, Tattoos and Code, two of the best things in the universe. Thanks for listening. Good luck on your coding journey and uh, your career in website development. That's if you're going there. Okay, see you, bye.